breaking a leg. Breaking a leg. Okay, this is my podcast about the creative process behind my upcoming stand-up comedy show, Break a Leg, which is going to be on at the Gulbenkian Theatre Canterbury on the 6th of December. Um, I'm Ollie Double. I'm a lecturer in drama at the University of Kent and a former comedian, and I broke my femur earlier this year, and I decided to do a stand-up show about the whole experience. And what I thought would be interesting would be to do a kind of making-of documentary series but not retrospectively, but actually while I'm in the process of doing so, so that I can sort of investigate the creative processes behind stand-up comedy. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, of course, what's, what's unknown is how funny the show's going to actually be. It might be completely unfunny. Talking of which, um, I've talked about this before on, on the podcast, but um, I hate rehearsing stand-up. If I could do this by having a series of preview shows... I would do it, but I don't have the kind of following that would allow me to do that. So it's a one-night-only thing, and I'm creating an entire full-length stand-up show just for one night only, and it's just for me. That That's why I'm doing it. It's, the sort of, it's part of the process of getting over this injury that I had um, that had a big impact on me this year. And But, you know, obviously it's for the audience as well. I want it to be funny. I want it to be good. And one of the things... So because I can't do preview gigs, what, what I've... I've talked about this before, but I've got to I've got to rehearse, and I did start rehearsing it uh, like a month or so ago, and and I realised that I needed to write it better than I had it uh, before I properly rehearsed it. So what I did was I spent a couple of weekends taking all the ideas that I'd written down in my notebooks and elsewhere, and putting them into a word document and getting them into the right order. And that took longer than I thought. And then last weekend, I spent the entire weekend... I thought I was hoping to rehearse last weekend, but in fact, I spent the whole weekend um, doing technical things for the show. So there's going to be a PowerPoint in it. So that took a lot of work, and for various reasons. And, uh, you know, sourcing props and that kind of thing, because there will be the odd prop in, in the show. Um, I mean, it's, it's weird, because the show isn't very tech-heavy, but for some reason, it took a whole weekend to do. So I actually started rehearsing on Monday night... And what I did was, I mean, there's eight or nine sections to the show. And uh, I thought, well, I'll tackle one of those sections every night after work. So I did Monday night, I did Tuesday night. I couldn't do last night because I was doing a research event at another university. Um, And today is my research day. And because this project is sort of related to a bit of research I'm I'm starting to work on, um, I'm taking the whole day to rehearse. And then tonight, I'm going to go and compare my student stand-up comedy show, which is a different form of rehearsal in a way. Although I won't be doing any of the material from the show, it's part of a, a way of kind of getting gig sharp in time for the actual show, which is just over two weeks' time. So I really need to be gig sharp for the show. Anyway, I've spent this morning working on the show, rehearsing it. And what's good is I've managed to work my way right the way through the first half of the show. So I've rehearsed at least once all of the sections in the first half of the show. And what's quite interesting about that is you look at what you've written and it allows you to work out really how to perform it and bits where you go, actually, I'm going to drop that. I don't think it's funny enough. 
or you know it's too much and also the other thing is the other reason you need to rehearse is you hear about people who do do previews and they do the first preview and it's four hours or whatever because you you know when you when stand up just exists in ideas form before it actually it's actually been embodied and enacted in the process of performance you don't really have a solid idea of how long it's going to a bit's going to be until you've actually done it so with the rehearsing uh, I'm starting to get an idea of how long it is and at some stage I'm going to be able to run the whole show and then I can time it and at that point I'll probably cut some bits out of it but even today there there have been moments where I've gone yeah that bit that can that can go I don't I don't need that bit um, it's really uh, difficult to do and one of the things that's awful when I used to compare a gig in Sheffield that I used to run it ran through most of the year and it was weekly so every Thursday night I'd find myself working on my crappy five minutes of topical material and um, it was I'd always just be in my I was living in a shared house for much of that time and I'd be just be in my room imagining that all my housemates were congregated outside the door with their ears pressed to the door listening to my shitty unfunny half-finished jokes with utter contempt you know for what I was doing because the point is that stand-up is something you do not alone but with an audience and without an audience it's very very difficult to rehearse and what it makes you feel is this is all unfunny when I did my first and only previous full-length stand-up show St Pancreas back in 2006 I remember thinking to myself this whole bit there might be no laughs whatsoever this whole show there might be no laughs whatsoever and I must admit that, that even though when I was writing this every time I wrote something in my notebook I'd be going oh yeah that's gonna be brilliant actually speaking it through so that I can get it into my head is tortuous because it's making me go well that's not very funny and that's not very funny it's like I'm imagining that there's an actual audience there but they're sitting there in appalled silence but it's a necessary evil and it's um, it's it's developing the muscle memory of how those words have to be. What's quite frustrating is I'm tired because I didn't get back from the thing I was doing last night until about 11 o'clock and I didn't get to sleep till after that point and so my concentration is not what it might be and what that means is that occasionally I think oh I thought of a better way to phrase that when I was just walking because that's the other thing I am actually rehearsing the show a lot when I'm just walking around uh, I, I'm thinking through how I'm going to do something or how I'll phrase something or how I'll perform something and in fact there was quite a weird experience I had the other day I was at the swimming pool and uh, there's a bit where I'm going to talk about uh, Mario from the video games I'm going to talk about him being a bit of a pervert and uh, so I was in the changing rooms and I was thinking through that bit and I went Mario like that and uh, I thought, God, I'm going to sound like a right bloody nutter to the people on the other side of this Formica changing booth. Anyway, um, yeah, so that's, that's some reflections on rehearsing. This afternoon, I'm hoping to make my way through the entire second half of the show. Breaking a leg. I've been rehearsing all day. It's about four o'clock and I'm really tired. Um, I've kept talking through and talking through and talking through the different bits of the show. 
tried to lodge them in my mind and just the effort of standing up and talking and doing simple gestures I mean that sounds stupid but it's like occasionally I've had to give presentations at work several times over a period of of a few hours at work and at the end of it you feel physically exhausted just from standing and talking for so long and I've been on and off standing and talking since before nine this morning so I am now really really tired um, but I've actually now been through the entire show which is a good achievement of course the process of going through the entire show has convinced me that every single bit of the entire show is rubbish and unfunny and uh, <laughs> that's exactly what I knew I would I would get that 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 feeling from doing it but you know, you've you've got to kind of lodge it in your mind, and and even though that destroys your faith in it, you've got to do something to get it into your head. Um, I think objectively, it'll probably be okay. Um, I hope the kind of arc of the show that I want there to be works and comes across to the audience. Um, but obviously, there's a lot to do between now and two and a half weeks' time. Uh, it's such an interesting thing. I mean, I, I I couldn't remember when I did my last show. I couldn't remember how long I'd rehearsed it for. I know I rehearsed it regularly, and I would go into work early and I would kind of go through the whole thing. Um, but with this one, I, I've already left it later than that. Um, I mean, it, it you know, the, I started on Monday, so that would be just under three weeks from showtime, and uh, it's now two weeks, three days till showtime. And I've been through the whole show, which is great. But there's no way at this stage that I would be able to perform the whole show all the way through without messing up or forgetting where I was. But what I'm hoping is if I can get all the individual bits right, and particularly like the set piece bits, that I will get to the point where that becomes more and more possible the more I rehearse it. I'm planning to spend as much possible, much time as possible this weekend rehearsing it. And uh, hopefully by the end of this weekend, I'll start to feel a bit more confident with it. I mean, I'm feeling a lot happier now because I was starting to panic that I wouldn't actually find the time, literally find the time to actually go through it at all. And having dedicated today to it, I, I feel quite a lot happier. And I've got quite a lot of slots penciled in my diary for the next couple of weeks to spend more time on it, including most evenings after work although if things go well over the weekend I might rein that back a bit because I'm really tired I really hope that the more I do this I don't increasingly convince myself that it's crap and the other thing I hope is well, one of the things that's really frustrating is that a lot of the ideas in this show came from things I've said to people and in some cases that I've said repeatedly to different people and they've always kind of got a laugh but there's something about saying something to an actual person rather than saying it to an empty room that makes you be able to formulate it in the right way. And I suppose one of the things I worry about is by repeatedly saying it to an empty room, I might be making the wrong way of saying it fixed and concrete so that it precludes me from saying it the way that instinct would tell me to say it if I was talking to a real person or indeed a real audience. Uh, but that's just one of the risks I'm going to have to take because, you know, I need to uh, be able to deliver this whole thing. 
uh, there's quite a few tech jobs that have kind of come up through the process of rehearsing it and I yeah and I've as I said earlier I've 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 sort of managed to knock some bits out of it um but I feel pretty satisfied with the day's work I think I have to pat myself on the back there because I don't want to brood on the fact that I think it's unfunny now um there's a, there's an amazing book by Alan Aitborn about called the crafty art of playmaking and he obviously is a playwright and a director and directs his own plays and he talks about a stage in the rehearsal process of a play. And basically his plays are within a naturalistic frame. I mean, in the sense that, or a realist frame anyway, in the sense that nobody breaks through the fourth wall in almost his entire canon, right? Um, and, and, and there's, you know, there's no surrealism. There's, you know, it's, it's always portraying realistic people in a plausible situation. But that said... He is quite innovative and interesting in many, many ways. And one of the things he says... So I think what he's trying to strive for is comedy that comes from observation of real life. One of the things he says is that there's always a point some way into the rehearsal process where the actors start hamming it up. And he'll say to them, why are you doing it like that? And they say, well, it's, it's not funny anymore. And he says, no, it is funny. You've just forgotten that it's funny because we've done it so often. And I wish I had an Alan Aitborn who could stand and watch me do my crappy jokes to an empty room and say, it is funny, you've just forgotten that it's funny. Then again, it might just be fucking unfunny, who knows. Okay, that's it for today, bye.